Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is in our Good morning. Well, this morning I'd like to do something that I don't normally do, and that is to call attention to one of the sayings of the fathers that appears in our bulletin. Uh, this morning uh, we quote Saint Seraphim of Seraph, who says, Prayer, fasting, vigil, and all other Christian practices, however good they may be in themselves, do not constitute the aim of our Christian life. Although they serve as the indispensable means of reaching this end, the true aim of our Christian life consists in the acquisition of the Holy Spirit. Let me read that last line again. The true aim of our Christian life consists in the acquisition of the Holy Spirit. The reason that I want to emphasize that particular quote is that it helps us understand today's epistle reading. Paul is speaking to the Romans, and he is explaining why it is that he is preaching to the Gentiles. He says, Brethren, glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek, meaning us. For God shows no partiality. He became incarnate not just for the Jews, but he became incarnate for the entire human race. And this is the important part. This is what I want to talk about today. All who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. He is describing here the fundamental problem of being a human being, whether you are of the chosen people or you are a Gentile, whether you live under the law or outside the law. And that is, we all sin, and because sin exists in the world, we die. And it doesn't matter whether or not the law exists. Sin still pervades all of creation. And because sin pervades all of creation, death has entered into creation. Because sin is a separation from God. And of course, God is the creator of all things. So therefore, without God, we naturally return to whence we came. Nothing. Because God created from nothing. And regardless of whether or not you have the law, regardless of whether or not you have the prophets, you sin and you die. Therefore, the aim and the purpose of the Christian life in all that we do is the acquisition of the Holy Spirit because this is the answer to the fundamental problem of sin and death. Christ became incarnate not just to die 
and rise from the dead on the third day, but to ascend into heaven, to be enthroned at the right hand of the Father, so that our humanity, that very humanity that suffers sin and death, that nature sits at the right hand of God the Father in perfect communion with both the Father and the Holy Spirit, so that he can send the Holy Spirit upon us. That is the ultimate goal of becoming incarnate, the Holy Spirit. So therefore, our goal, our aim as Christians is to acquire that Holy Spirit, to have the Holy Spirit within us at all times. Now, we have been baptized. We have been sanctified. Our old selves have died in the waters of baptism. And God himself has raised us up as a new creation so that our, our, at our baptism, we were sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit himself. But herein lies another problem, and it goes back to being human, and it goes back to sin. And the fact that just as Adam had free will, and just as Adam had free access to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil against the commandment of God, we are free to turn away from the Holy Spirit. We are free to turn away from God, and we are free to do those things in our lives that say to God, I don't want the Holy Spirit working in and through me. And this is why the church gives us all of these Christian practices that St. Seraphim of Seraph enumerates. He says, prayer, fasting, vigil, and all other Christian practices. We pray so that the Holy Spirit enters into us and works through us. Because the prayers of the Orthodox Church are scriptural. Our primary prayer book is that of the Psalms, poems inspired by the Holy Spirit. So as we pray, we are speaking words that the Holy Spirit himself put into the minds of the psalmist, put into the minds of the fathers who wrote the hymns of the church. And by praying, we participate in him because he is moving through us and allowing us to form those words that is the prayer life of the Orthodox Church. And when we soften our hearts and we know those prayers, and those prayers don't come from up here in our brain, but come from here in our heart, we will find that in times of trouble, in times of tribulation, in times where we want to despair, somehow, some way, these words come bubbling up out of our heart and through our mouths because we have allowed the Holy Spirit into our lives and He, through those words, is giving us the strength and the fortitude and the faith to move through those times of tribulation. We fast because we get to practice saying no to sin by taking something as fundamental as food and saying, no, I'm not going to eat that. Something simple. When tempted by those things, 
that we are weak with in all of us have our weaknesses. There are sins that we are more prone to than others. And when we are placed in a situation where those temptations rise up, if we've practiced fasting, the Holy Spirit will be there to help us say no and turn away from that sin and turn towards Him, knowing that He is there giving us that strength, giving us that fortitude, and giving us that faith to walk away. Vigil, meaning worship, meaning gathering as the church. We gather as the church because of the Holy Spirit. We are the body of Christ because of the Holy Spirit. Without Him, we are merely a plethora of individuals. With Him, we are church, the body of Christ. And as the body of Christ, we are able through the Holy Spirit to worship God in a way that God has revealed to us. The worship that existed prior to Christ that we see all over the, whole, the Old Testament is in shadow. It is worship, but it is not the true worship that God reveals to us through Christ. Because true worship ultimately culminates in the partaking of the body and blood of Christ, of God Himself entering into us. And this is made possible again by the Holy Spirit who descends upon us and upon these gifts here set forth to make mere bread and mere wine into the body and blood of Christ. So it is the Holy Spirit that makes this liturgy, makes vigil possible. So indeed, St. Seraph is correct that the acquisition of the Holy Spirit is the ultimate goal of the Christian life. And here is the beauty and the marvel and the glory of this life where we acquire the Holy Spirit and have the Holy Spirit with us wherever we go. Sin is eradicated because sin is the separation from God. But if we acquire the Holy Spirit, if we live a life turning towards God, saying to God, send me your Holy Spirit, participating in the Holy Spirit through prayer, through fasting, through worshiping God. God is right here. He's not separate from us. And so our sins, many though they may be, are eradicated and forgiven by the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And therefore, Having the Holy Spirit, acquiring the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to move in and through us means eternal life, means the ability to enter into the kingdom, means being enthroned at the right hand of God, the Father, in the person of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So let us follow in the footsteps of the words of St. Seraph, Seraphim of Seraph, and live a life 
acquiring the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit move through you, through your prayers, through your fastings, through your worship, so that sin might be eradicated, so that eternal life may be granted, an entrance into his holy kingdom may be bestowed upon us all. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, into the ages of ages. Amen.